Welcome to today's episode of the Gone Fission Nuclear Report. This podcast is your one-stop source for all the latest news in the Department of Energy's Environmental Management Program across the nation. Now with today's report, here is your host, Michael Butler. Thank you, Jennifer, and hello, everyone. Welcome to today's episode of the Gone Fishing Nuclear Report. Today is Monday, May 16th, 2022. We're covering all the news from the Department of Energy's Environmental Management Program across the country. Frequent turnover among leadership in DOE's Office of Environmental Management has slowed cleanup and made it harder to achieve its complex long-term mission. That's the view expressed in a government accountability report released earlier this month. GAO says in the last two decades, there have been five Senate-confirmed assistant secretaries and nine acting assistant secretaries or senior advisors. Frequent turnover has created challenges for achieving the department's complex and long-term cleanup mission, such as difficulty building relationships with stakeholders, inconsistent and incomplete initiatives, and a focus on short-term actions over long-term priorities, according to those that GAO interviewed. GAO says legislation establishing a definite term appointment for EM's top leader could help improve leadership stability, address challenges, and better support EM's long-term mission to clean up nuclear waste by helping create an organizational commitment that can endure across administrations. A new dedicated DOE undersecretary position for nuclear waste management and environmental cleanup could also help ensure that EM receives the sustained attention and commitment It needs to make cleanup progress. EM has not consistently received the sustained leadership commitment that is needed, given the size and scope of its mission and the challenges that it faces. That was Nathan Anderson, GAO's Director of Natural Resources and Environment. We'll have more on this GAO report later in the podcast. Want to know more about the Gone Fission Nuclear Report podcast? Want to hear past episodes featuring topics of interest in the Department of Energy Environmental Management Program? Then you need to visit our website at gonefishinpodcast.com. Make comments or ask questions about podcast episodes. Weigh in with your thoughts and opinions. Suggest a topic for a future podcast interview. We want to hear from you. Visit gonefishinpodcast.com today. That's gonefishinpodcast.com. Now here with today's top story is Michael Butler. There was more big news for the East Tennessee Technology Park, former home of the Oak Ridge Gases Diffusion Plant this week. Officials announced that the state of Tennessee is providing $11 million in its FY23 budget for a new general aviation airport in Oak Ridge. The airport would support general aviation aircraft, but not commercial flights. The project is expected to cost about $55 million, which will come from a combination of local, state, and federal funding. The $11 million state appropriation will be used to assist with the purchase of private property 
a necessary step for detailed site preparation and pre-construction planning. Hanford site crews have completed the first transfer of test water from the waste treatment and immobilization plant's affluent management facility to the nearby liquid affluent retention facility. The transfer of 6,000 gallons was the first simulation of the process that will be used to treat secondary liquid waste from the plant's low-activity waste facility during operations to treat tank waste. Congress is continuing its consideration of the Environmental Management FY23 budget. The request will support advancements across the program complex, including progress on treating tank waste, skyline-changing building demolition, and initiatives to strengthen cybersecurity, workforce development, and outreach to communities. The program's plans are discussed in detail in a 490-page document provided to Congress last week. The Congressional Justification Book provides the most in-depth information about program plans for the coming year. You can access the document on our website at gonefishingpodcast.com. And finally, a reminder about two items of interest on the calendar. EM will host a public meeting tomorrow night, May 17th at 6 p.m. in Oak Ridge concerning plans to construct a new on-site waste disposal facility. And plans are shaping up for this year's nuclear cleanup workshop scheduled for September 21st to 23rd in Arlington, Virginia. You're up to date on the latest DOE environmental management news. Now it's time for this week's Spotlight interview featuring a special guest. Here again is Michael Butler. The Government Accountability Office says legislation establishing a definite term appointment for EM's top leader could help improve leadership stability, address challenges, and better support EM's long-term mission to clean up nuclear waste by helping create an organizational commitment that can endure across administrations. A new dedicated DOE undersecretary position for nuclear waste management and environmental cleanup could also help ensure that EM receives the sustained attention and commitment it needs to make cleanup progress. We learn more about GAO's recommendations in this GAO Watchdog Report hosted by Holly Hobbs. The Department of Energy's Office of Environmental Management is responsible for cleaning up millions of gallons of hazardous and radioactive waste left behind from decades of nuclear research and weapon development. But this office has experienced frequent turnover in its top leadership, which has challenged its efforts. Today we'll talk about this leadership issue with GAO's Nathan Anderson, an expert on nuclear waste cleanup and a director at our Natural Resources and Environment team. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Holly. So Nathan, we've talked before about some of the challenges with federal nuclear cleanup efforts. Some of these involve costs or environmental safety issues, but how does leadership fit into this picture? So the head of DOE's Office of Environmental Management, or EM, tremendously difficult job, often described as one of the most challenging in all of government. 
and many of EM's leaders are tremendously capable technicians and public servants. The backdrop of our recent report is whether these dedicated leaders are equipped organizationally to achieve the mission. The mission is to clean up decades of nuclear waste and turn the land back over to the states that bore the cost of nuclear weapons production. Now, to your question about stable leadership, I want to point out that nuclear waste cleanup isn't done in a vacuum. It's a process that involves a lot of moving parts, including numerous stakeholders from the federal level, the state level, local community level, and at certain sites, sovereign tribal nations. So stable leadership is needed to build trust among those stakeholders to move cleanup forward. If senior leaders are only at the agency a short time, they may never have a chance to visit certain sites or build a rapport with state and local governments. Or if senior leaders don't have the organizational clout to make certain decisions or agreements, then some affected parties may be reluctant to invest much in those relationships. And we describe the turnover in the Office of Environmental Management as being frequent. What do we mean by that? So since 1989, when the Office of Environmental Management was created, in the early years, the average tenure was about two years. Over the last five years, however, four individuals have served in the top leadership position with an average tenure of just a bit over a year. Now, that doesn't mean that every leader's tenure has been that short, but overall, we are seeing trends toward shorter and shorter tenures in the top leader position at EM. Do we know why there's been higher turnover in these positions? Well, there are many factors that can go into turnover in leadership positions, ranging from personal considerations to administration changes. One complicating factor is that because of EM's position within DOE, the senior leader position is not often one of the first filled in new administrations. So by the time the position is filled through, for example, the Senate confirmation process, there may be little time left before another election cycle and a possible administration change. It's not just one person's role to move this forward, right? You're right. It's not just about one leader or even the leadership within the Office of Environmental Management. Leaders in the Department of Energy, like undersecretaries and deputy secretaries, also play important roles in helping move forward with cleanup, like elevating the attention to problems or serving as a senior level negotiator with states, local communities, or contractors. Unfortunately, there just hasn't been as much consistency as there could be in the position that EM leaders report to within DOE and ultimately the level of attention paid to EM. In fact, EM has shifted within the Department of Energy fairly frequently and has been grouped with other major DOE offices, such as the Office of Science or the National Nuclear Security Administration, even though the cost of EM's remaining mission is more than $400 billion. So help us understand what impact this has had. Well, we heard about a number of different effects of turnover and changes in reporting lines in DOE from stakeholders and officials, including former leaders. One in particular, we found that short leadership tenures have led to inconsistent and incomplete initiatives. For example, former senior leaders that we interviewed told us that they've observed initiatives that were started and then left unfinished, which has led to a cycle of starting, pausing, and reworking programs and policies based on new leaders' directions. And this is related to another impact. There's been a focus on short-term actions over long-term priorities sometimes. You know, if an agency leader knows that mission success is decades away, it's natural to aim for some short-term successes rather than moving the ball down the field on some long-term priorities. I'd add that most of the former senior leaders that we interviewed said that when EM has been positioned within the other major DOE offices like NNSA, EM has not consistently received the sustained leadership commitment that is needed, given the size and scope of its mission and the challenges that it faces. 
One example, many former leaders we spoke to described EM as being too big and too different from all the other parts of DOE for a single leader to effectively oversee it along with other major DOE offices. So Nathan just told us that leadership turnover in the Office of Environmental Management, or EM, as well as this office's movement within the Department of Energy's organization, has potentially led to shifting goals, short-term focus, and has not allowed EM to develop the relationships it needs to meet its mission. So Nathan, what do we think needs to happen to help the Department of Energy address these leadership challenges? Well, to address the frequent turnover in EM's senior leader position, we think that Congress should consider making the top leader position at EM a fixed-term appointment to set expectations inside and outside government that this is a position that benefits from stability. This is something that we and others have recommended when you have a technical and long-term mission that relies on external stakeholders. And we think it's applicable here. You know, it's notable that both the Social Security Administration and the Securities and Exchange Commission have such appointments of six and five years, respectively. I'll add that it would help for Congress to establish a new undersecretary position focused on cleanup issues. This would raise the level of attention to these issues and help prevent situations where leaders have to wear too many hats or have to manage very different issues in the same portfolio. Congress has already created additional undersecretary positions in DOE like this at various points in its history. So if Congress were to implement these two things, both a fixed-term appointment and an elevated undersecretary position for cleanup, EM would be in a better position to overcome obstacles in its mission, build momentum, and make progress on some of the toughest elements of its uh, complex and long-term responsibilities. And last question, what's the bottom line of our work? Bottom line, Holly, EM and DOE have a costly cleanup mission to complete, and they need stability in the top leadership position and consistent support and attention within DOE to help the department make the kind of risk-informed decisions that will buy down the nearly half trillion dollars of future costs. That was Nathan Anderson discussing our work on leadership stability within the Department of Energy's Office of Environmental Management. Thanks for your time, Nathan. Thanks for having me, Holly. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of the Gone Fission Nuclear Report podcast. Join us next week for more news about DOE's environmental management program across the nation. To comment on this episode, hear past episodes, or suggest a future interview guest, visit us at gonefissionpodcast.com. You'll also find links to topics of interest covered in this podcast. Visit gonefissionpodcast.com.